How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you to episode 79 of The Way of the Wolf. On the show today, I'm going to be talking about public speaking. Now, more specifically, I'm going to give you five tips that have worked well for me over the years and helped me get a little bit more comfortable and helped me feel better about delivering my message. This is something that I've struggled with over the years. I didn't really have many opportunities to get up in front of a group of people for the majority of my life. And about five years or so ago, I started getting presented with more of those opportunities. So whenever I started doing it, it was scary AF. I just, man, it was tough for me. I'm an introvert by nature. For all of you that know me, you realize that's a very real challenge. And if I'm being honest, even to this day, whenever I get in front of a crowd, whether I'm speaking or sitting on a panel, I do that probably once a quarter or so, and I still get nervous. My heart rate jumps up, and but that's okay. Once I get into it, I start feeling a lot more comfortable. I'm going to talk through a few of these things on the show today. Before I do... I'm sure those of you that are watching this on YouTube can see that I have this badass TF Supplements t-shirt. Chris, that guy is just crushing it with TF Supplements. They're going through remodeling the store. They have this new Fit 3D scanner in there and a whole section of the store focused on protein ice cream and smoothies and things like that. They're in the North Spring area. Definitely want to go check that place out. All right, let's go ahead and dive into this. The first one that I want to touch on is eye contact. Now, when I say eye contact, you want to get to a place where you feel comfortable scanning the room, making eye contact with all of the people that are in the audience. When you make that eye contact, you want to spend three to five seconds holding that eye contact with any given person. Any less than that, and it appears that you're not really confident in what you're saying or doing. Any more than that, and it can really just kind of get weird. So you want to avoid that. One thing I will also say, if you get to a point where you are speaking to large groups of people, this actually works in your favor because the farther out those people are in the crowd, it makes it easier for you to connect with larger groups of people. I'm going to dive into that a little bit. When you look off into the crowd, there is something called the Aurora effect. So whenever you look off, say, 10 rows back, 15 rows back, you can look at one person, but there is a group around them of maybe 5 to 8 to 10 people, depending on how far out they are, that think you're making eye contact directly with them. That makes it easier for you to connect and hold their attention. You also want to get comfortable with with scanning the room and making eye contact with groups of people or individuals that are kind of all throughout the audience. Definitely sweep the corners. Don't forget about the people that are all the way at each end. That's something that a lot of times people will get comfortable with. They'll kind of you know, stay in probably the 60 percentile or so that's kind of right in front of them, and they forget about connecting with the people out on the corners. So don't forget to sweep the corners. 
Another thing that's helpful for people, especially as they're getting in to public speaking, is having note cards. Now, there's a few things that you want to keep in mind. I'm sure you've seen these note cards that are like three by five. I don't know exactly how, what the dimensions are. But when you have those note cards, you want to make sure that you are holding those vertical so that the card is sitting in your hand like this, as opposed to horizontal. It makes it easier for you to just hold them with one hand, keep your hand by your side or, or wherever, but you can quickly glance and, and look at the note cards. Something I'd caution you on is don't try to write out your entire speech on the note card. It becomes very distracting for people in the audience. You, I like to use a three by three rule whenever I have notes on any given card. And you can have a few cards, but on any card, go by the three by three rule. So what this means is you have three bullets with three words on each bullet. The intent is for you to quickly glance at the card, jog your memory, think, oh yeah, that's the next talking point, and then start talking through that next point. Any more than that, and it will kind of you will have a tendency to want to read the card, which immediately causes the audience to get disengaged. We don't want that. Use it as a quick reference, as a guide, set it off to the side, hold it down by your side, and then keep talking from the heart. Now that does speak to knowing your content, and that's kind of another topic, but three by three, that's a quick trick to remember. Also, if you have multiple cards, you can number them, put like a little number in the bottom right-hand corner so that you can quickly reference them. The last thing you want is to be flipping through your cards if you get them out of order, and then things just turn into a mess. Don't play with them. Don't fidget with the card or flip the edges or anything like that. That's also going to be distracting. One of the big things that people struggle with is filler words. So this is going to be number three. Filler words are the use of ums and uhs or even transitionary words like so. This is something that I've struggled with over the past year. And I didn't realize I was doing it, but I would actually start off a sentence by saying so tell me about your thoughts on this. And that was a tough habit for me to break. But when you start recording yourself, which is another trick, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and make this six tips. Record yourself using your camera, your cell phone. Set it up so that you can actually be in your, in your living room or bedroom or whatever makes the most sense and start recording yourself so that you can actually audit yourself. It's gonna feel uncomfortable, it's gonna make you nervous, but whenever you go back and look at the footage, you're gonna be able to see how bad you are. You will also be able to see the progress that you are making as you get better, as you practice. And other bonus, it helps you time out your speech. If you're only given five minutes to talk on a certain topic, you want to make sure that your pace throughout the speech is consistent. So whenever you practice, you have the opportunity to go back and look and audit yourself, see if you're using filler words, and then also time yourself. Make sure that you're kind of falling within the allotted time. Okay, another tip. So this will be four or this will be five. Yeah, this will be five. Is the three Ps. This is pitch, power, 
and pace. Pitch is going to be the tonality of your voice. You want to make sure that you're not coming to the conversation with this monotone voice that is just obnoxious and boring and causes people to not pay attention. You want to be able to change the inflection of your voice, change the pitch up and down. What that does is it causes people to stay engaged. They're like, oh, if you raise your voice, oh, well, this must be important. What's going on? Or you can actually start to whisper and that draws people in like, hey, what's going on here? What is the secret that he's telling me? So being able to adjust your pitch up and down is key to keeping people engaged. Power. If you don't have access to a microphone, make sure that you are projecting your voice out so that everybody in the audience can hear what you're saying. Normally, if you're at any sort of an auditorium or a large venue, you're going to have a microphone, but you still don't want to be whispering. You don't want to be quiet and soft-spoken the whole time because that's going to make it difficult for people to hear and they're not going to pay attention. Also, your pace. You have to make sure that your pace falls in line with some sort of a norm as if you were having a conversation with somebody. If you start talking really fast and people don't, the, the, people start to struggle with paying attention to you. Now, coming from Texas, sometimes us Texans talk slow. When you talk slow, it makes it difficult for people to pay attention. So you got to make sure that the pace of your voice is, is aligned with how you would have a normal conversation. Last thing I want to touch on is getting out of the box. This is really going to be more applicable if you are on a stage. When I say the box, people that are new to public speaking, they have a tendency to stay in this box. And if you envision a spot in the middle of the stage where you have maybe a two or three foot box that you just stand in, you want to make sure that you get out of that box. We create this invisible barrier or this box to protect us because we're scared, because we're nervous. And anybody who's new to public speaking, most of the time, if you watch them, they're going to stand right in the middle. They'll probably hold their hands right here, maybe have their note cards right in front of them. And they're going to read their note cards and they're going to stand still. Maybe they'll rock back and forth a little bit. That's an indicator that you're not comfortable owning the stage that you're not comfortable sharing the message that you're trying to share that day. This is going to feel uncomfortable, but I need you to walk the stage. Start walking back and forth. Now, you also have to avoid just pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because that will start to become a distraction. What you're probably picking up on as I'm going through these tips that I'm sharing with you, there's a lot of things that can be good for you, but if done in excess, they can become a distraction. You got to find that balance. And that's one of the things that can be helpful if you're recording yourself on your cell phone is you can start to see these things. Also, when you're aware of these things, you know what to look for. All of that to be said, I think it's important for you to practice this because you never know when you're going to get called up in front of the group. <laughs> As I say that, you're probably going to know if you're called up to a stage to talk to a whole bunch of people. So you'll have time to prep. 
But there may be times when you go to some sort of a company event and somebody says, hey, Sean, share your thoughts. How do you approach this type of stuff? Doesn't always happen, but you want to make sure that you're prepared and ready to go when that time comes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I've got for you today. Hopefully, these six tips have been helpful for you. If any of you would like some additional tips or guidance or thoughts on how to handle any given situation as it relates to public speaking, please feel free to reach out to me. Also, you know what? I have a friend of mine, Philip Sessions, who has a podcast that is dedicated to public speaking. And this is a man that has made it his mission to help others become more successful at public speaking. Watching his growth over the past few years has inspired me to keep pushing the envelope and coming out of my shell and getting better on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and all aspects of it. So I'll link his info in the show notes down below as well. That is all I got for you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. And Y'all have a good one.